feeding your passion for local sports in the afternoon. It's the Drive Guys with Kevin Gleason and Kyle Drape on your radio at 11:40 a.m. Streaming audio at SacktownSports.com and the Sacktown Sports app. You can also watch the show on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 11:40. Here are the Drive Guys with Kevin Gleason and Kyle Drape. Well, Kyle's in San Antonio or on his way there, but look at this. Jerry Reynolds, a great Jerry Reynolds, nice stuff to join us. First text here, Jerry. We love Jerry. More Jerry. How about that? Is that Mrs. Reynolds again? Well, she would want you out of the house. You would want more on the radio and out of the house. That would give her some pleasure, yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're with you till 4.30 today when we'll bring you Thursday night football, which I typically call Monday night football on a Thursday. So I'm already having a great day because I avoided that. Uh, The Bengals and the Ravens, a good game. But speaking of good games, Jerry, I thought of you uh, during the show yesterday because we talked a lot with fans about the rivalry, the Kings-Warriors as opposed to the Kings-Lakers. And some people were saying, you know, the Kings-Lakers, it's not close to what it used to be, and the Warriors is the real rivalry. And I get that. But still, as we said during the crossover, there's nothing like beating the Lakers. No, there just isn't. You know, I mean, uh, the joy it brings to, especially to some of the older Kings fans. Uh, you know, I don't care if the record was 5-77. and 77, You know, it still bring great joy. Yeah, I and, know. Uh, and and just to see them gnashing of teeth of Laker fans, <laughs> it's a, it's a great. And, and maybe more importantly, the Kings were really good last night. Yeah, that's two games in a row, right, where they just kind of make you go, wow, where is that coming from? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we know that uh, De'Aaron is uh, just having him back healthy and playing like he's played now for, you know, all last year and uh, even better this year. And, of course, Sabonis had a marvelous game, herders back on track, the whole thing. I mean, just shows you the patience of Coach Mike Brown paying off again. Mm -hmm. By the way, I want to let you know that um, Chris Watkins, and he's welcome to stay the whole day. I'm sure he won't, but he's doing some work here putting up some jerseys. So it's nice to have Chris Watkins with us today. It's well. always nice to have Chris with us. I mean, you know, I don't care. I don't care what anybody else says about him. I really like him. You got a monk Jersey, puts a Sabonis one in yeah. the, in the Murray. So who came down, Chris? It was uh Rashawn Holmes Sean and, and yeah. two Bagley's. Two <laughs> All right. That's a good trade. Murray, <laughs> Sabonis and monk for Rashawn and two Bagley's. That is a great trade. Yeah. Um, the Kings last night, I thought Jerry, not only of course, did they, beat the Lakers, but they really kind of bullied them. I think that's fair to say. Well, I think it is. I, You know, Chris and I were talking before the show. Obviously, I try to get insight from him a little right. bit. Right, yeah, Others, sure. And we were talking about, you know, where Sabonis, I think, really set the tone early physically by really going at uh, Davis, Anthony Davis, and looked like he didn't want much part of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always said the thing that's interesting with Sabonis, uh, you know, everybody knows he's strong, but I don't think – as Doc Rivers pointed out last night, they don't really understand the difference between strong and Sabonis strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is, you know, it's the old Mike Tyson thing. You know, everybody's got a plan to get punched in the yes, mouth. Yes, yes. I did not want to see Van Gundy and Mark Jackson go, but I will say, Doc, he was pretty good last night, huh? And he was pointing out, look how much time has elapsed here from the shot clock. They got that shut up after, what, four seconds there. That was that – was, Keen observations, I thought. Very keen. No, I I love Doc. I mean, I think he's easy to like, uh, period. But as a broadcaster, I think he always thought he was terrific. And and the fact that they just have him as opposed to two guys, I still think in basketball is the best way to go Mm because, you you know, it's not like football where you got all kinds of time to talk. 
Right. And we've talked about it. And they all usually just have one color analyst on football. Yeah. And on basketball, you don't have any time. And a lot of times they'll have two. But, but Doc's a, a real improvement, I think, to ESPN's broadcast. Yeah, I think uh, we just have to get used to this as Kings fans. Because after the game last night, there were so many pro-King angles. And Sabonis was great. Fox is great. Herter was great. But uh, ESPN.com, they have the uh, top headlines. And for the NBA, one of the top headlines on that game was uh, Anthony David. AD says it wasn't the injury. He just played badly. That was their headline from that game is why AD played badly. Nothing about why the Kings destroyed the Lakers. It was AD says it wasn't his hip. He just played badly. Well, maybe I think the Kings made him play badly last night. I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> but, it, but you, you know, you pointed out that thing that why one of the reasons you – dislike the Lakers yes. you know the media it's always it's it's never about you know Sacramento or Utah or so it's always it's what went wrong what went Lakers. wrong with the Lakers you know or LeBron was a little tired blah 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 LeBron has triple double in 17 point loss <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah that's I mean of and, and of course LeBron was great mm-hmm. but uh you know there were three players on the Kings that were near great for sure. Do you think the Kings are better for having gone through the stretch without De'Aaron Fox? Does that somehow make them uh, – they seem to be playing with a more a sense of relief that he's back and less with the weight upon their shoulders than they were for a while there. Yeah, I mean, I've heard – I don't think so because they lost most of them. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I I think if one, – the one thing I would say probably that, that the King ga- or team gained from it is like, boy – Fox is really valuable. We really, I mean, you know, just kind of a reminder that we can't really replace him. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, sometimes uh, role players kind of need a little reminder that, yeah, this is why you're not playing as much as you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kevin Hurtisman, I mean, nothing short of spectacular when he was struggling so mightily. And then you can tell he got a little bit more arch on the shot. Everything is flowing and he just give him credit right he played his way through that whatever it was yeah and, and i say I, I give uh, coach brown a lot of credit there i mean when he was playing poorly he kept kevin in his starting position limited his minutes but hung with him basically till he could get it going but you know you and i've talked about it. it's like hey kevin herter has been making shots for a lot of years uh, so why would you worry about a couple of preseason games and a couple of early games mm-hmm. for a guy that really is in his prime now He's, he's going to have some games where he doesn't shoot the ball well again. I'm pretty convinced mm-hmm. that they'll – but. <laughs> Probably. But but likely over the course that of the season. Is that going to happen, Chris? Is there going to be a game where Herter doesn't shoot the ball quite that well? I'd guess so. You guess so? Okay, two, yeah. Yeah, see, well, yeah. You guys are – yeah, great you know, Yeah, Chris isn't completely <laughs> sure, but I, I... – <laughs> yeah. um, The Kings definitely seem to have – a little bit more of an edge. And maybe it's just, you know, when you play well and you have your way, it looks that way. But I know Mike Brown has been just drilling that into him. And he's, that's been a point of emphasis uh, since before camp started. And it looks like, to me, I mean, defensively, they they are playing better defense, are they not? They really are. I mean, and I think, you know, the perimeter defense is getting better. Uh, I think a lot of it starts at the guard line. I mean, uh, of course, De'Aaron really can impact the game there almost. And then, Maybe the most important and is uh, Keegan Murray, you know, to have that six eight long body that can step out and play guards, not just wings uh, mm-hmm. and forwards. And so, you know, uh, really does kind of give him a new, a really new look defensively that uh, 
you know, we always wanted to see, but now we're actually seeing. Did you get concerned after the two losses in Houston? And before you answer, I got to tell you, Kyle and I were out at uh, the arena before, I guess it was before the Portland game, and even the great G-man was saying, he said, I'm, I'm a little concerned right now after those two losses. Were you uh, starting to worry a little bit after the way I played in Houston? A little bit, a yeah. little bit. And, you know, I wasn't exactly thrilled with the, the win over the Blazers, to be honest, because they're not even good. Right. I mean, and you're at home. Yeah. And you need to so overtime. Yeah. It, it's a, it was a game they had, to, I mean, not had to win, but it's very important to win. They did. But, you know, that was, to me, that was just sort of a right in the ship a little bit. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, but to your point, yeah, the Houston stuff, especially that second game, that's about as uh, low as I've, I've been in years after mm-hmm. a King's loss. By the way, Chris, we have people on the chat, or at least Jess is asking, what are they doing with the jerseys, the the Bagley jerseys? People want the old jerseys. <laughs> and I wanted the Halliburton jersey. <laughs> No, they're not going to the dumpster, are they? We don't know what, what we're doing. I'll take yeah. them. Me, I've got them. <laughs> yeah, there's probably staff here, Jess, that's going to have to fight over some of those. But that looks very nice. The bonus, Fox, Murray, Monk, what a job. Chris Watkins is doing he's very multi- talented. He's multi-talented, isn't he? He certainly is. You know, um, Michael Day was too big for this. He oh, of course. He would do it, and he was like, mm, no. Can't be bothered. Yeah, well, thank you. Bless you, Chris. Yeah. Uh, 339 with Jerry here uh, for two and a half hours today. Of course, every time Jerry's here, it's a, a wide open Ask Jerry, right? You're open to any questions about sure, the sure. Kings, past, I, present? I may not have future. the answers, but I'm open to the questions. Yeah. I think last time we had John, was it last time maybe, yeah. when the guy called that helped resuscitate you after you blacked out that yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Saved yeah. my life, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> far as I know. He said you were fine. He said he yeah. checked your pulse and you were well, fine. Well, I can say I always remember. Yeah, I think there's a barber there and a uh-huh. and a masseuse and <laughs> and so you know I was well protected. Oh yeah, uh, it's the Drive Guys here on Sackdown Sports with uh, Kyle Draper getting ready for the uh, Kings and the Wembanyama tomorrow night, and that's a tournament game, Jerry. I know I don't have to remind you of that. Woo, I can't wait to see the uh, court. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You know, I don't want to sound old school or anything, but good grief. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think a lot of people, regardless of age, a lot of people have had some issues with some of those courts. Like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe they ought to have all the players playing real long shoes mm-hmm. and maybe a r- red nose on them. <laughs> make it official. You're still not down with the in-season tournament? You're not excited I, about I, it? I'm not uh, totally against it, you know, but I just think they've kind of went overboard on – yeah. Some of that stuff. You know, good basketballs. Yeah. what you want to see with a little extra something added to it in the midseason. I'm all, all for that if they plan better and harder. It seems to add a little, but I don't need to, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need to have the NBA look like Oregon with all the different colors and everything. <laughs> Boise State football field. Yeah. I think they uh, they just – somebody decided we have to make sure that the fans are aware it's a tournament game every second that they're watching the game. It's like, we get it. The trophy's on there. Yeah. We understand it. I we think we'd to- figure – I mean, I'm not the quickest guy in the world, but, I mean, put the big dro- trophy yes. in the middle of the court. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's enough there. But yeah. they figured, no, we got to make sure people know what's going on. So the Kings are – and I, which franchise do you think it would mean the most to to win this thing? Uh, we'll take a real brief timeout. I would love your thoughts on that. 339-1140, 1-800-920-1140. If you have any thoughts here, give us a call, shoot us a text on the chat here. 
Which franchise in the NBA do you think it would mean the most to to win this in-season tournament? We're right back with Jerry Reynolds and for Kyle today, Drive Guys on Sackdown Sports. The Kings took down Oklahoma City in their first in-season tournament game ever. Launches the three. Nothing but net. Oh, that was just filthy. Oh, my, that was sweet. Now it's on to game two as the Kings visit rookie phenom Victor Webanyama and the San Antonio Spurs. Harrison Burns drives it, hammers it. The Black Falcon soaring into the night sky on a Monday evening in Northern California. Join us for Kings and Spurs Friday afternoon at 4.30 on Town Sports. I was crossing the street when I met the love of my life. The Drive Guys, live and local, every afternoon, Monday through Friday on Sacktown Sports. Thanks for being with us. Jerry Reynolds is with us. Chris Watkins is hanging out, which we always uh, enjoy because he's uh, he's he's putting up some of the new jerseys. And so we have people on the chat that are wondering, hey, what happens to the jerseys? Well, one, I know Rashawn Holmes has already been claimed by Kyle. You say Kyle was after the Halliburton jersey? but he, he was after. Oh, it. I yeah, I called dibs on it, but if someone else wants Rejected. it, we can have it. <laughs> we don't we don't tolerate dib calling. No, that. no, that's not a thing around here. No. Uh, so we'll let you know once we sort out what's going where. But for today, I get to be Rashawn Holmes. Very nice, and that's the autograph one, isn't it? Doesn't he have the autograph one? Uh, let's see, Simone. Is there an autograph on the jersey? I heard there were two autographs on there. Yes, there are. Yeah. There's Holmes two autographs. Uh, Jerry, let's uh, talk to Dale. 339-1140, 1-800-920-1140. Hey, Dale, you're on with Whitey and the Great. Jerry Reynolds, how are you today? Hey, hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, I think I have an interesting uh, perspective to, you know, this whole thing with the Kings. Number one, I just want to say I'm a football fan, right? Except I live in, in Sacramento. So the rise of the Kings has been in my, you know, in, in my target view. I've been, like, loving to hear about them. I want to know one thing. Why were we not able to keep Tyrese Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox, and go out and research for somebody, either a Sabonis or someone like him? Because I think that Halliburton is a superior point guard. I think De'Aaron Fox is a great number two. Um, Dale, thank you you for the call. I got you, and I'm glad you brought that up because we were actually just talking about that. Tyrese is playing so well that a lot of people in national media are rehashing the trade. People are acting in some circles like the Kings got nothing for Halliburton. Like they just gave him away or something, which well, is not the case. Yeah, well, it's like with uh, Sabonis. Okay, like you're talking about get somebody like Sabonis. Well, there's not really anybody that's gettable like right. Sabonis. Right. I mean, in other words, uh, Jokic and Embiid, uh, they're taken. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sabonis is probably third on that list in, in the, currently. That's why he was all NBA, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then the, to the other point, yeah, Tyrese is great. But he and Fox were not fitting. And they weren't going to fit because they're both, they need the ball. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and Sabonis was great with Fox because he doesn't, I mean, he'll he'll create the offense, but he doesn't have to have it to score. He'll give it to people to score. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the reality is that at the time, if the Kings had kept Halliburton and traded Fox at the time, 
they wouldn't have gotten very much back because Fox wasn't playing well. He had a big contract, so they just wouldn't. It wouldn't have been a very good deal for him. Yeah, that, that's the reality of it. I, uh, to to his question, I think if they were at that time, probably would have considered trading Fox instead of Halliburton. But the f- contract was the hang-up. Yeah, and so. That's just the way it played out. But I, I would just say this. If they'd have kept Halliburton last year, the Kings would not have made the playoffs. So mm-hmm. how do you like that? That's right. just reality. Right. And I got to say, I know when they made that trade, I was very skeptical for what that's worth because I love Halliburton. I, I couldn't believe he dropped as far as he did in the draft. But my point is, Jerry from the jump said, oh, yeah, Subonis is a really good fit for the Kings. Yeah, I'd been watching him for years. and. Of course, like I've told you, I, I always remember uh, Larry Bird telling me, you know, he said, because he, I asked him about it, and I said, you know, Halliburton's terrific. You're getting a great young player. And he said, yeah, I know, but it's easier to find guards mm. than it is franchise-type big people. Mm-hmm. And he said, you got a franchise-type big person that mm-hmm. you can't – it's almost impossible to draft him anymore. Why was he the one – because they also had Turner. Why was Sabonis the one that, looking at it from Indiana's view – why was Sabonis the one Indiana dealt? Because basically he's one they could deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of the same kind of thing. Yeah. That, uh, uh, Turner wasn't didn't have that kind of demand due to contract and and actually production. Uh-huh. And so so that was that's who they could clearly get the most for. Uh, he had by far the most value as you know he'd been a two time All Star in Indiana. Uh, Turner certainly had never been close to that. Yeah, it's interesting how that works out. One of those trades that helps everybody, and the Kings are in. Pretty good shape right now. It is interesting because Dale's not the only one that feels that right now. People complaining about, why didn't they keep Halliburton? Hello, did you watch him play last night? (laughs) Right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, you know, it's like we we all, I mean, that's the thing with Halliburton. None of us, he's probably my favorite player, uh, you know, but I also think the Kings is important for them to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Very important. When you go 16 years Another year or two not making them, the franchise might have been in serious trouble, to be honest. It was mm-hmm. really getting negative. And I don't think they – had they kept the same group together, they, in my opinion, they wouldn't have. I don't think they'd have come close. The great thing for the Kings with Fox and Sabonis is that you compare it to past years when the Kings have had stars or superstar-type players – a lot of times those guys, as you know better than I do, they haven't really wanted to be here. They made the best of it, but they kind of had, you know, googly eyes for other places. And it appears those two guys, they want to be here right now. Yeah, it's uh, really uh, pretty evident. And, uh, you know, I, I just think the – I don't know how this is going to play out for this team, but there's no team in the league as unselfish as this team. And then you look at Fox, how good he is. Very few teams, when you got a major star like it, at some point somebody wants to – to maybe uh, take a, think their role should be bigger, you know, like we saw in Golden State, and we've seen just about everywhere at some point. Uh, but here, Sabonis and everybody else knows, okay, it's Fox time. I'll set screens. I'll make passes. Uh, I'll make him, it easier for him to take over a game. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's rare, very rare. That's why I think Malik Monk is one of the absolute key people in terms of the King's chemistry and culture because he's a guy that could – reasonably right say i deserve more touches more points and maybe after this year when he's a free agent he'll do something about it but he accepts his role and we talked about it chris and i talked about it on media day he said the team wins we all win and for him to accept that makes it hard for other guys to say they want a bigger role oh it sure does i mean and he and he's 
the one guy, as you pointed out, right? I mean, he could say, I deserve to start. Well, talent-wise, he does. Yeah. You, you know, just he does. But coach prefers him coming off the bench, feel like he provides something that they couldn't get otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, again, I think Coach Brown's right. Right. He's proven to be right. It works for Monk. It works for the team. So, hey, let's just leave it alone. Yes. That's what I say. 339-1140, David joins us on Sackdown Sports. David, you're on with Whitey and King's icon, Jerry Reynolds. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. What's up? Awesome. So, uh, big fan of the show. Love Jerry. Jerry, you're a living legend in SAC, so we're very lucky to have you on the radio and everything. Thank very you. Uh, li- living is a key word there. <laughs> <laughs> He's always, he always got the perfect one-liner ready. I don't know how you do it. Um, so, while we're on the topic of Tyrese Halliburton, uh, I've all, I've wondered this, and as, you know, as great as things are, like I don't want to trade De'Aaron, obviously, like things are fantastic right now. But I've always wondered uh, your guys' opinion on this. What do you think about if Indiana were to call and hypothetically offer Tyrese for De'Aaron straight up? What would you guys say? Uh, thank you, David. I'll let you handle that one, Jerry. Indiana would call and want to trade Tyrese for De'Aaron straight up. Yeah, now, I, I wouldn't do it now. I, I think it, it's a better fit for the Kings way it is. And right. Um, and quite honestly, I think that Tyrese is a better fit in Indiana than De'Aaron would be. Mm-hmm. But in in big part because of Sabonis uh, there again, you know he's kind of the. Sound like a Reggie Jackson, a straw that stirs yeah, the drink. Sure, but I, I think there's a lot of truth to that, and uh, so you know, sometimes, uh, well, as we're we've found out over the years, just just accumulating players doesn't necessarily always make you better. Right. You know, the the fit and chemistry. You got to have stars, but everything's got to fit, and you can have too many stars. You could look at this team, I think, Jer, and and say, well, they could use an upgrade here or there, perhaps going forward if they really want to be as good as they can be. But point guard, Darren Fox, that's not one of the spots. So why would you want to swap that out? Because it's working. And I think Tyrese Halliburton's a fabulous player. But would he fit as well with Sabonis? Maybe. But I wouldn't want to find out. I mean, that's not one of the issues with this team right now. Yeah, I'd be – I mean, it's a risk why take. I mean, it. I think it's a fair question because you're talking about, you know, one of the very best – guards in the west one of the very best guards in the east now mm-hmm. tyrese is a little, little younger not a lot but uh you know here the bottom line is and i think indiana is going to be a lot better this year there's a nice start but the reality is they haven't won over 25 games last two years mm-hmm. and, and the kings won 48 last year so the the, the risk would all be on the king's part Three three nine eleven forty one eight hundred nine two zero eleven forty. 1140 uh-oh jr joining us jr you're on with uh the other jr jerry reynolds and whitey what's up uh, I love how Jerry said it casually. I was talking with Larry Bird, <laughs> like he's yeah. What? Oh, that guy! I remember that guy. He was a pretty good ball player, wasn't he, Jerry? You know, he had his moments. Uh, you know, he had his moments. <laughs> you know, I always tell him, you know, he didn't have every record from Springs Valley High School in French Lake. He might think he does, but he doesn't. That there you go. Put him in his place because he gets a little cocky sometimes. Jr. Jerry, one time Jerry was telling us a story not too long ago about how uh, he says, "Well, I was mowing my lawn and Larry came over, and then I told Larry I got to go and I got to mow my mom's lawn." And and Larry Bird says, "Well, can I go help out?" And he's, "Yeah." So Larry Bird's like helping Jerry mow his mom's lawn. Uh, Way to paint the white fence there. Uh, uh, (laughs) I forgot the name of that 
Got him to paint it. It's Tom Sawyer. That's a Tom yeah. Sawyer move, yeah. right? Well, well, there's a little difference there. When I went over to Larry's, you know, it's either if you want a cold beer, you got to help me work here a little bit. Yeah. So that's, oh. you know. So, you know, yeah, it wasn't a you're choice. A great, it was never a choice. Uh, you're a great negotiator, Jerry. <laughs> Always getting a little extra out of it. Hey, uh, I know you guys are doing Halburn, the Fox. I feel like it's water on the bridge. I would yeah. like to talk about how good they look last night. And I know the, the Yankees are old coming out with back-to-back. But, boy, did we move the ball well. And having Herter shooting the way he's doing now, God, it changes everything. I would love to see more of that movement. And here's, you know, basic question. Do you think Mr. Mitchell is going to find some more time on the court? He seems to be limited based on their success these last couple games. So, um, long-time listener, first-time caller. I'll take your answer good off the air. Love you, you call, guys. Call Bye-bye. anytime. Yeah, yeah that's a good you. question. The Davion question is a good question right now. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, I think as long as they're playing as well as they're playing, they'll kind of stay the same route. And uh, I think we've talked in the past. I, I mean, I, I, I'm i not sure that Davion is as good for this team right now as I, I used to think. I mean, I, I kind of think that uh, what, what made Davion a great college player, near great, was his ability to guard people in the half court and to run a team in the half court. Well, the Kings are not a half court team. And, uh, and so I, I think, and he's pointed out himself, it's, it's a little hard, harder to play defense and stuff when it's up and down the court, find your guy and all that. And, uh, you know, is he, it, I guess I would just say it this way. Davion Mitchell's a, a really good player and he's going to have a good long career, but he might be a guy that uh, would benefit from being traded. Mm-hmm. I always say I, he's. I've always compared him a little bit to Kyle Lowry, and people forget that he was drafted by Memphis, traded to Houston, really didn't catch catch it until the third trade right. to Toronto, where he became an All Star. And I I think sometimes, you know, there's players that need need to get in the right fit, and and I'm I kind of think that maybe Davion isn't in the right fit. 339-1140, Got to take a quick timeout. Jerry Reynolds is here. Uh, you got a question for us. Uh, give us a call. Shoot us a text. Hit us up on the uh, chat. Also got to find out from Jerry if he feels the NBA got it right with the five-game suspension for Draymond Green. So we got a lot to get to. Just get warmed up here. Drive guys with Jerry in for Kyle today on Sacktown Sports. The Drive Guys powering your afternoons Monday through Friday on Sattown Sports. Jerry Reynolds is with us today. In for Kyle Draper. Drapes will be back with us tomorrow from San Antonio. We also have Chris Watkins hanging out in studio, which is great. Uh, Chris isn't really able to chat with us much, but he's putting up some new Kings jerseys and doing a crackerjack of a job. He is. You know, he, well, I've always said he's kind of multi-talented. Yeah. Uh, Fox, Sabonis, Keegan. You moved the Keegan, right? Did you move the Keegan? Yeah, yeah. The spacing, I don't know. Just now you get all three different jerseys here. Well, I hate to say it on this day, and bless you for wearing the ace cap, but taking down an ace thing. It hurt. Keegan is, yeah. Felt like we needed to play some music or, you know, have have a nice little moment for uh, taking down the ace jersey. Yeah. Sad stuff. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm still not giving up hope on that. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's all I gotta I say. Is, that. You know, yeah, it definitely doesn't look good. And you know, we we were. I've, I'm very proud looking back at how much we covered this as it was going on. But um, 
it doesn't make it any easier. I think that's kind of the the biggest takeaway from today is even though we we've kind of seen this coming from a mile away, uh, it doesn't it doesn't soften the blow. I'm not even an A's fan, and and you know I just. I just you're feel a fan of Northern California. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, no, and I've I've got tons of family and friends who grew up as A's fans, and you know, as as being a Kings fan as well. Like we we, we went through this, and mm-hmm. and you know, we were. I would say, I don't even know if they were made it this far into the. You know, the Kings never got as far as getting the owners to vote to actually move them. So uh, it's kind of uncharted territory a little bit for for if if people still want to believe in in bringing this thing back. I'm not saying it can't happen, but. We're kind of we're kind of deeper than anyone's ever been before. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, because mm-hmm. when you look at him, mean, Oakland used to have the Raiders and the A's and the just in Warriors that parking lot and the, yeah. and the yeah. Warriors, which yeah. should have been the Oakland Warriors. So that's what they put. <laughs> just a you don't like the Golden State yeah. name, do you? It's the dumbest thing in the history. <laughs> it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy it does. every time. It's like I mean, it's like. It's one thing if there's one or two teams yeah. in town or in the entire state. I mean, state. the Clippers, the Lakers, <laughs> yeah. and the Kings, they're all in the same state, aren't they, along with yes. the Yes, Warriors? last time I checked, yeah. yeah. So yeah. We sh- they, sh- they should all be the Golden State they really Lakers. Should. Should Golden, Golden State, state Division, as a matter of fact. Yeah. You know? so, anyway. It's ridiculous. Never yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and they did it. Just because they didn't want to admit they're playing in Oakland. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. If you didn't That's want to admit you're playing in Oakland, don't Don't go. play in Oakland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I got yeah. that. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I need to kind of vent every once in a while. Oh, I feel because you. Because it just, yeah. it just ticks me off. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, some interesting questions here on the chat. We'll get to the phones in just a minute. Manny, too legit, and he's asking both of us. I think he's just being nice, Jerry. Would love your opinion on this. If you were to compare the Fox and Domas duo to other great duos in the past, who would it be and why? Then he come to mind, and you've seen just about all of them. Yeah. Uh, well. And that's I mean, a, not an easy one, I know. No, I mean in the in the current game, I mean it's you you look at Jamal Murray and Jokic, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Tyrese Maxey and and Embiid. Uh, that's that's probably you'd put a, ahead of them, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, and now in the past, you know, you'd like to say uh, say Weber and Bibby, maybe from Kings teams in the past. Uh, the center position was just so different way back when it's hard to compare, I would think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, just in the modern era, there's they're about as good as anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're right there. I mean, you know, they're not like, say, Jokic. You know, Fox may be better than Murray, and, and that's, you know, Murray's cl- pretty close when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. But, but you'd have to give Fox edge. Yeah, and certainly Jokic is better than everybody. So, so there's that. Yeah. Are and you with I, Jerry on that one? Yeah, if we're if we're going with you know we're specifically point guard center combos, or are we just doing um, any combos? Let's see, uh, great duos. Great duo. I mean, says. you know, I, I think it's been a shaky start, but just from a talent perspective, Damon Damon Giannis is definitely pretty pretty intriguing. Um, let's see here. Uh, if we're just talking duos, I mean, you know, Kev, Kevin Durant and, and Steph Curry were were pretty decent at playing off each other as yeah. well. But what about um, not really well? Your guy, Tim Duncan and Tony Parker. That'd yeah. be it's pretty good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. That that you know, that kind of the all time caliber. And there are some similarities there, right? Yeah. I'm not seeing they're there. Because to, uh, Tony could score. I mean, he was a scorer in addition to playmaker. And right. of course Duncan was just Everything. great. Yeah. yeah. His all time favorite player, did you know oh, that? Yeah. Great, great, great. Great fundamental. Yeah, yeah, no, big fundamental boy. Yeah. He had him and you know, that was always a jolt to me. I remember doing the first kind of the first time we we did a game with Duncan as a rookie, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Robinson was there, who's 
great player, you know, one of the top 70 of all time. And I remember telling Grant after the game, I said, this, this guy is better than Robinson. Really? <laughs> and that's when you kind of knew it's like, holy cow, look, yeah. what, what are we in for here? You know, around the league. Yeah, and w- was he always like a quieter guy? Like, I mean, you know, he we I think temperament wise, we talk about Keegan a lot with guys like Tim Duncan and and Kawhi Leonard. Like, was was Tim always kind of a, a quieter, shyer, shyer guy? Yeah, you know, I I talked to his his coach in college, and and you know, he's one of those guys he wasn't recruited, right? Yeah, to going to Wake Forest, yeah, yeah, you know. But I mean, he was a late developer, much like Elijah Juan or a lot of sure. great players. But anyway, they. I remember some the Spanish kid they'd draft or recruited. They said it was going to be the star, and then within about a week they knew no, it's <laughs> yeah. going to be the other way. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it, I, was, I always remember this uh, scouting trip I was on. You know, we uh, top see the top players, and they, I think Rasheed Wallace was at North Carolina, so mm-hmm. I went to see him play. I, said, I remember calling Jeff Petrie. I said, uh, "This is, this guy, guy's going to be number one," mm-hmm. and then. Next night, I go over to see Wake Forest. <laughs> I called him back. I said, Jeff, strike that. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to take your scout seriously after back-to-back nights. I'm telling you, this guy is the greatest guy, guy ever. And the yeah. next yeah. day, well, no, okay, I'm telling you, I know that guy. Jeff said, he said, well, I better not see you anywhere else. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you technically, you weren't wrong. I mean, no, you were two I mean, for two on both like, of them. Yeah, they're both you know, top. Yeah. Obviously, Duncan was tops, but, right? And Rasheed could have been. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, I think Rasheed, in some ways, was maybe a little ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. He was oh, great. Yeah. But what yeah. he like today? He would have been yeah. better in today's game. Yeah. With yeah. His shooting yeah. ability, big, big guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. and and he'd have got better to three if he shot him more. I mean, that's what always as fans we don't realize. It's like, well, one of the reason these guys shoot so well threes, they shoot them all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys in Never. 30 you years ago, right. you oh, just yeah. didn't yeah. do it. There are so many shots you see in today's NBA game where 20 years ago a guy took that shot, he'd be benched. Am I right? Oh, you, yeah. Transition threes in general. Yeah, yeah you, you take a single down. transition three. You say, oh, what? what, what never you shoot a transition yeah. three. Oh and, and I mean, the three-point shot was to cut, even like even the ABA when they – it was to kind of catch up mm-hmm. or desperation kind mm-hmm. of yeah. thing. Like yeah. The end like of the, that. yeah, right. Buzzer beater. I might as well shoot the three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 339-1140, Mike joins us, Sackdown Sports. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I just got a question for you guys because you know the Kings pretty well, past and present. A lot of us fans, well, lately a lot of people are saying that Sasha – it's kind of comparable to Peja Stakovich. Now, I know Peja, three-point contest, all-star. I just want to know you, what you two thought about the comparison. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. All right, thanks. I, I'll, I'll, Jerry's opinion has a lot more weight here in this. I'll just say the similarities are they're both from overseas, uh, and they both sh- can shoot a little bit. Other than that, I mean – I don't even think we can make that comparison right now. Yeah, I didn't understand the Sasha. Oh, Sasha, Asia. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, definitely, I think Page is the better uh, prospect. You know, he, when he came over, he was nineteen, and and so and he was the best player in Europe. You know, at nineteen, and where Sasha really is twenty-seven and became mm-hmm. the best player or considered best player at twenty-six or seven. So, so therein lies a huge difference. Nothing and, against Sasha, but he ain't no Peja, right? No, I don't believe he is, and I'd uh, love to be wrong, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'd yeah. love to see him develop in that, but I don't see three-time All-Star uh, there. He He's a 
I think he's going to get better and better. Don't get me wrong. I, I think he's more minutes he gets and more comfortable on the court. He's his defense. He's shown me that he's a pretty tough-minded young guy. I mean, he's got no softness in him, and I think he'll get more shots. Uh, you know, you're seeing Sabonis and guys looking for him a little more. Yeah, but yeah. but he's a good player. I know but, you were excited about him over the summer, but what? How many threes did you see Peja make in a row one time? Forty-two. Threes? Yeah, just yeah. in practice. Yeah, yeah. It was out. Uh, I started watching just as he started shooting them off of a, you know, with a little flip, the little machine that kicks the ball back to you, mm-hmm. and he just kept making them and making them. And I always remember Hedo and Vladi came in about near the end, and I was I walked out there or something I think, and he's and Paige just said yeah, or that he he thought he made forty some. He I don't know if he really remembered, and uh, and. He don't go, oh, you didn't do that. You didn't do it. I said, yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and how many more is that than you saw Ben McLemore make in a row? Well, let's see. Uh, I thought Ben make two in a row once. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe three. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's not easy to do. No. Yeah. I well, can do that. <laughs> well, yeah, I've, I've always, that, that was always the thing that struck me with Ben. And, and, you know, he's one of those young guys that might have turned into a good player differently mm-hmm. you know but he was too much pressure he was put in the starting lineup mm-hmm. for no good reason yeah and it probably didn't do him any uh any good but uh so it's just, like he was held to a standard that wasn't fair to him at that yeah, time he's you gotta become this and you know yeah a little you know tyreek evans probably another case i mean tyreek was really really good early but you know he's he, not oscar robertson or mm-hmm. or lebron james and you know we, we're trying to you know i think trying to create that kind of image for him. And that, that was ridiculous. Do you think maybe that's one of the things that has worked against Wiggins being the first pick in the draft and just everyone's always compared him to that level? I mean, maybe he's just not that guy. Oh, I, I do. I think it's always tough to be the number one guy, you know, and I think Banchero will probably go through it as good as he is, you know, I mean, because uh, LeBron's LeBron or, I mean, and, and these guys in Wimbanyana too, I mean, mm-hmm. he, He's a long way from being LeBron right today. I'm not saying he won't get there, but, uh, you know, it's more like, the, you know, the Kobe's and the Kevin uh, Garnett's. It took them probably three years. Even Durant was very ineffective as a rookie. Whereas uh, you playing uh, high school ball in Indiana just got it, right? Well, you, yeah. I mean, if they'd have had more than eight teams, I have no <laughs> doubt that, uh, you know, they'd have, they'd have built a franchise around me. <laughs> Uh, more with Jerry Reynolds coming up. More of your calls, 339-1140, 1-800-920-1140. Haven't gotten yet to how Jerry feels about that Draymond Green suspension. I think that's going to be fun. We have that more coming up here. Drive Guys on Sacktown Sports. The Drive Guys, live and local. Every afternoon, Monday through Friday on Sacktown Sports. Great to have you with us. Great to have Jerry Reynolds in for Kyle Draper today. Drapes on his way to San Antonio. He'll be with us tomorrow uh, getting us ready for a big game. Right, Jerry? The Kings against the Spurs. A tournament game against Victor Wembanyama. Big stuff tomorrow. Sorry. There we go. There yeah, we are. I mean, this is, this is too complicated for me. You know, to turn the microphone on, off. I still do that on. all the time, so, yeah, yeah don't well, feel bad. Yeah, don't I've be, done it a while. Yeah, well, anyway. But anyway, I got it on now. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the Spurs actually have been very disappointing, you know, to me. I, I thought when they beat the Suns, I thought, well, they might be on to something. Because they, they beat them two in a row in Phoenix, right? Yeah, like, and they, they've they been very uh, inefficient. And, 
and Victor for all the the great game he had against the Suns. He really has been fairly inefficient uh, since, but but I, mm-hmm. I know he's you know his, the talent is there. It's just a matter of getting stronger and used to the league, and he will. Uh, three three nine eleven forty one eight hundred nine two zero eleven forty. If you have a question for Jerry or just you have a comment about last night's huge win over the Lakers, you can also shoot us a text at that number on the chat here. McToads has a question. First, he says, "Hi, Jerry. Jerry, we love Jerry. You're awesome." Then he says, "I have a question." Then he says, "Oh, I forgot." Then he comes back with a question. Thank you, McToads. What happened to Davion Mitchell? We've already talked about Davion Mitchell today, but it's um, something that a lot of people are wondering about. Yeah, well, I, I think, uh, you know, it's kind of a coaching decision. Uh, Davion, you know, had one g- pretty good game uh, early on with uh, Fox out, but overall, as the team struggled, he struggled. And I think Coach Brown just said, I'll try something else, went with uh, uh, Ellis. And, and, you know, team had a little bit of success, certainly looked better. And so why mess with that? And then, mm-hmm. of course, Fox comes back. Well, that just pushes Davion back down another spot. And so – uh, as we've talked about, I mean, I, I don't doubt uh, Davion uh, could still carve out a nice role for the season's over. But I think the one thing that was kind of apparent to to a lot of us uh, anyway was that he had a tough time really pushing the ball and playing at the pace that Coach Brown wants to play at. I and, think that's it because he even said in the B, Jason Anderson had a story with him. And this was right after the second loss to Houston. And Davion was quoted as saying, I can find the exact quote, but it basically was, it's hard to defend and play at the pace that they want us to play at. And then he said, well, you know, you have to do it and we'll be better when we do it. But he admitted that it was hard for him. And as we're looking for answers to, huh, how come he's not playing? I think it comes down to that. I do too. I mean, I think that's the biggest part of it. And, and you know, it's like anything. Fortunately, this team has a lot of answers or a lot of NBA players on the roster, whether it's it's uh, Ellis or Duarte or, or Jones. I mean, they're guys that can, and of mm-hmm. course, Monk, mm-hmm. more guys that can play. Now, you know, in years past, a thin team, they'd have stuck with him longer because they had to mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and probably tried to, to make it work for him a little more. But, but I get it. You know, the coach's job is to tr- – anything he can uh, do to make the team better, and he took some chances and – it's made him better for now. But. What do you think of the way Keon Ellis has, has performed? A guy that nothing was expected of him. He started a little. I mean, he's very disruptive on, on defense. Yeah, he really is. I mean, so it's it's like he's it's not an all-lost thing with, without Davion's a great defender. but And Ellis probably isn't quite as good, but he's close and mm-hmm. he's uh, – and can guard bigger guys easier. And he's long and, long, and he's quick, little longer. laterally, very now, quick. Yeah, so – you know, I, I think, you know, the way he played in summer league, it, it sure looked like then that he was kind of ready to have a chance of being an NBA player. Now, you know, what's going to be interesting to me is that with Fox back, there's just not that many minutes. And so he'll have to learn really how to be productive in three or four minute stretches. And that's really hard. Mm-hmm. Chris, you you like your handiwork here? I see you purveying the studio. Looks great if I do say so myself. I think it does. I'm just I'm I'm trying to find a place where I can put. We have two hats here, and I'm trying to figure out if there's any more nails in the walls a that I can just. Hat and and a, a monarch's hat. That's Ooh. a signed monarch's hat, I believe, by the uh, championship winning team. So we gotta we gotta f- we have to find some spot for that. You know, you know? it's interesting. I heard him 
as he's doing a great job, said, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. Now he's tooting it. Yeah. 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 Right. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, yeah. Do we know how that team got put together or anything like that? Um, I can't remember. Can't, can't all quite shucks. Remember. All <laughs> shucks. <laughs> you made a few calls. You all know? shucks. Yeah. 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 I don't want to take all the credit, but I'll toot my own horn. Yeah. You know, you des- you deserve it. You know, you got, you got your jersey up there for a reason. You excited about the WNBA going to be in the Bay Area? Not in the Bay Area, no. Yeah. Okay. Although, I mean, I think it should have been there. They should have had a team there years ago. Yeah. I think it'll do well. Mm-hmm. I think it'll do well. And and really, I think having a team in the Bay Area would really help having a team back in Sacramento have a natural Absolutely. rivalry. Because they yeah. really, we've really never had that. And, of course, during the Monarchs' time, I mean, it came, the Monarchs actually was one of the had one of the best draws of anybody in the league. And at that time, I think still drew – Better than all, but a couple teams still in the league. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I, it I miss yeah. it. I miss yeah. it tremendously. Yeah, he has a. Don't you have like the league pass for the WNBA? I do. Yeah, yeah. Twenty dollars. Great yeah. deal. Great deal. Really fantastic. Yeah, I highly recommend. I mean, even if you're just going to watch Aces Liberty games four times a year, it's only twenty bucks. I didn't realize it very was worth that it. Affordable. Very worth yeah. it. Yeah. Very very. Women's worth game it. has really improved dramatically. It's so good. I was listening to Will Bond and. Cornhuskers. I mean, I'm a big fan Love of those the pardon the interruption. Yeah. And they were talking about how the women's college game really is more interesting than the men's game because you don't know who the men are anymore. Right. Totally. I mean, that but was then, yeah. you know with with the women's game, you know, Paige Becker mm-hmm. and and Caitlin Clark, absolutely, and Angel Reese, mm-hmm. and you know, they got because mm. they have to be there like yeah. the men used to. They right. have to be there. Three, four years. Yeah, so and with I, the men with the one and done, it's like, I don't know. No clue. Yeah, and then some area. going into the G League or going overseas, even if they don't if they yeah. don't go to college at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, you speaking know. of the Bay Area, Jer, I've been meaning to ask you about this. Uh, the big story yesterday in the NBA, Draymond Green, suspended by the NBA five games for his uh, – his role in the in the brawl or whatever you want to call it between the jet uh, almost called it the Jazz Timberwolves and and the Warriors. What'd you think of the What'd you think of what he did? What'd you think of the suspension that was handed down? Well, what he did was you know Draymondish. Uh, that's what I'd say. But uh, you know the suspension, I, I thought it was about right. I mean, if you just on based on suspensions of the past of other players, you would say it's excessive. But then he's not a other players i mean he's has a history of it right you know like a dylan brooks wouldn't be judged the same way or or john morant his various problems yeah you know once you're dylan brooks and and draymond they're repeat offenders recidivists i think is the term but then they they complain like oh it's not fair i get i get a harsher penalty because you keep doing it yeah i mean it's you know in theory i mean i don't know if our justice system works that way anymore but a repeat offender eventually they get stiffer penalties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the the thought. So I, I, yeah, I'm with the. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Commissioner Silver, as you well know. But but I, <laughs> you're aiming for his job. But I am a, a <laughs> but I am a big fan of Joe Dumar. So uh, you know, so I think they got it right. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, more on last night. And let's face it, it always feels good to beat the Lakers. It's the Drive Guys. Jerry's in today for Kyle Draper. On Sacktown Sports.